I had to reevaluate like things and I had to, I kind of reflected on how badly they didn't want me to go and how it was going to go anyway because there's this thing as a mom where it's like you have to take time for yourself like this is something that we hear we hear it all the time like we have to take time for ourselves we have to refuel but we we need to be there for our family and so trying to figure out that how to do that is so, so hard. Hi, this is Christine here, and that was my friend Jenny sharing a story of when a broken bone taught her more than expected. Welcome, everyone. You are listening to the Women Offshore podcast. This is Ali Cedeno and Christine McMillan. We are both experienced seafarers, and at Women Offshore, we are making waves. The Women Offshore Foundation propels women plus into meaningful careers through access to a worldwide community and professional development resources, while raising awareness amongst industry leaders and decision makers about issues affecting women on the water. This podcast is an integral part of our mission, and we appreciate you listening in. New episodes of the Women Offshore podcasts are available every Tuesday. Subscribe on whatever platform you like to listen to podcasts on and be in the know about the latest topics related to diversity, equity, and inclusion within the maritime and offshore industries. Thanks for tuning in. We have another great episode for you today. Hi, Jenny. Welcome to the Women Offshore Podcast. Thanks for being here. Hi, Christine. Thanks for having me. Today, I wanted to introduce you to the Women Offshore community, and I wanted to introduce the Women Offshore community to you because you have become one of my dear friends, and we've had a lot of good conversations, ranging from everything from transitioning in your seasons of life to, you know, settling into a new location. And I think that you always have some wonderful insight. So you are a writer. You're a mother of three children. You used to drive a UPS truck, which I think is just amazing. Um, <laughs> so so go ahead and just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, whatever you want to share. So a little bit about me. I've been a stay-at-home mom for 14 years. And for part of that time, a work-at-home mom. Um, I have my own business. I'm currently on break right now because uh, just of a life transition. We made a big move out here to where uh, my husband grew up. We call it the ranch. So the the way that I met you is that I'm dating your brother-in-law. And yeah. and so we got to know each other through the brothers. Yeah. And then, then when you came out to the ranch, we got to know each other more, which has been an amazing experience because in particularly, we had this one amazing conversation about how hard it is to be a mom. Yeah. And also how special it is to see your own soul walking outside of your own body. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember you told me this great story about the moment that you decided to lean in mm-hmm. to just being there. And you had originally, I think it was that you were always kind of planning, like, you know, I'm looking for the next thing to like take a break or I, I, can you, do you remember? So Gabe and I homeschool our three kids. We live in a pretty remote area. And so we wouldn't be able to have made this change if we didn't homeschool. So we chose to homeschool before making this change, but since we do allows us some opportunities that we wouldn't have had otherwise. 
but I want to way back way up and say that I never ever planned to homeschool those women who homeschooled <laughs> like they were not me like I I just was not that mom like I viewed moms who planned to homeschool as moms that loved being moms and had it all together and like, <laughs> wanted to hang out with their kids all the time and I'm like that wasn't me <laughs> like <laughs> I'm like, I loved being a mom sometimes. And I wanted to be with my kids sometimes. But golly, I my was my cup was full already of my kids. And so I um, was super excited, especially having kind of an entrepreneurial bug, and the writer bug, like I need time for myself to refuel. And I don't need to be around anyone all the time and especially not kids especially <laughs> not kids and uh, so I really was looking forward to the day that all of my kids were in school and I could guilt-freely throw myself into my business like like yeah. I worked really hard to create a job for myself so that when yeah. they were all in school I had a job for myself and didn't have to go work for anybody else so anyway I, I worked on that when they were little, it came, you know, and I guess actually before this, this is when we had talked about leaning in. So I learned to lean in before any of that happened. I guess that's just some background about, I do am with my kids pretty much all of the time now and we do homeschool and that's the background around that. But when I learned to lean in was when Evely, which is our, she's our youngest daughter, she was not quite two and she broke her leg we had our youngest child broke her leg and my business I started working on it with the middle child and then by the time the youngest child came along a few years later I'd really had gotten going with it so I wasn't going you know full blast because not all the kids were in school but the momentum was growing and I was really craving the time for myself it's like just three kids in you know, breastfeeding, not sleeping through the nights for what felt like a decade at that point, whatever. <laughs> like I was ready to do some mom things and some work things, mom things away from kids, just to make that clear, like, yeah. like time for mom. And so I was working on my business via social media, like had a community of people that I followed and wanted to get to know. And this uh, mom's yoga retreat thing came up and someone was going to be speaking there was going to be a guest at this retreat in Costa Rica. We live in Colorado in the United States. And so Costa Rica, yoga retreat, no kids, like with business people that I was super excited to like spend more time with or get to know better, like it was super exciting. And Gabe, my husband was supportive of it. And so I was gearing up to go on this trip and it was for Mother's Day. Anyway, um, the the youngest, our youngest child broke her leg on the trampoline. And I was like, oh, man, this, it, it stunk, but it didn't really like affect the trip at all. And she was going to get the cast off one week before I went on the trip. And I had all of these arrangements made, like who was going to watch the kids. And I had uh, bought them all presents and was like making them these care packages and going on. I went on these dates with them before the trip and blah, 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 like just to spend time with them one on one. Nobody wanted me to go. Like nobody 
said it out loud, except for True. That's our oldest. She's <laughs> the one that really holds the mirror in front of my face on a continual basis, like making things just very clear for me. Anyway, so he didn't want me to go and he vocalized it, but nobody else really did like him. So Gabe, for example, I could see it in his face, but he didn't say anything because he was trying to be supportive of me getting some time. And it was going to be like two weeks. Anyway, Evelyn had this cast on. She had an accident. She was standing on her bed rail, um, a little toddler like railing so she wouldn't fall out of the bed and she was on the lower bunk that she shared with her sister and of course kids and cast they stand on everything they climb trees they learn how to do everything she was standing on this rail and I'd seen her one minute and I walked out of the room and I I heard her scream and I went back in what and she had fallen off and what happened was her cast got hung up on the bed rail and the bed rail was only I mean the fall was very very a very short distance like maybe not even two feet but she's this tiny thing. And, um, it just was what it was. Her cast got stuck on the bed rail and the torque of hitting the ground and her, while her cast was being stuck, it broke her femur. So, um, anyway, I knew something was wrong. My husband was like, Oh, didn't, didn't think there was anything wrong, but I knew from the scream, I'm like, she's getting in that we're going. So we went to the emergency room. They had to put her in a spike, a cast. And I knew in that instant, I was like, I'm not going anywhere. And not only am I not going anywhere, I'm not getting my money back because I'm supposed to leave in a week. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, and so they took the cast off of the, her original fracture and it was healed. I mean, it was healed. Um, right. She, her femur was broken and she was in a spica cast for six weeks. And a spica cast is like where they have to m- put both of them together, right? Yeah. So it's a casted around her hips and oh, it's casted gosh. down part of one thigh and then all the way down to the ankle on the other leg. Um, it just really has to stabilize that femur, that big bone up there by the hip. And she's like still in diapers. She's still in diapers. She wasn't potty trained yet. So your trips, my trip, my trips over. I mean, I, I knew, I knew. You just know things, right? So I knew the right. second that it happened. Oh my gosh, I'm not gonna this. I'm not going anywhere. But then, of course, when they, the doctor came in and they casted her in the emergency room overnight, which isn't if those of you have had kids that have had breaks, like usually you go back a few days later and get your cast. This was not the case. So um, I was devastated. So this is my dark, my darkest time as a mom so, so far. And I really had to I had to reevaluate like things and I had, I kind of reflected on how badly they didn't want me to go and how it was going to go anyway, because there's this thing as a mom where it's like, you have to take time for yourself. Like this is something that we hear, we hear it all the time. Like we have to take time for ourselves. We have to refuel, but we, we need to be there for our family. And so trying to figure out that, how to do that, is so, so hard. What I felt like happened for me, because this was just the big one, but there had been other things too. When I tried to pull away and take the time for me, it was always too much. And what came from it didn't equate to being worth it. Like what I, what I was doing for me was then making my life harder 
you know, you have to figure out, is it, is it worth it? Are you going to refuel enough to outweigh the stress that it causes? And that was like seemingly a trend. I would be trying to take some time for me that I felt like I greatly deserved. And I was super irritated that anyone wanted me anyway. I'm like, I always felt put out by it. It's like, golly, why do you guys want to be around me so much sort of a thing? (laughs) And I'm I'm moody, I'm cranky, I'm telling, you know, and it's like, so whatever the case, they, they did. And I, that was a very, very dark time. I couldn't go on the trip, didn't get my money back. Evely slept on me every night for six weeks, like on my chest, her on her chest to my chest, her little casted butt in the air. And Gabe was kicked out of the bed and not, went onto the floor, you know, because there wasn't enough room for us to sleep. Like, right. it was just, it was super hard. And what I came out with it was that I don't want to try to do that again. That was heartbreaking. And what this tells me is, my family needs me in this season. So I am going to learn how to refuel from within the chaos that is motherhood. And I'm going to stop trying to go anywhere instead of pushing them away so that I can breathe or have time or clear my head or whatever. I'm going to turn to them and let them be with me. Do I set boundaries? Absolutely. Like I'm writing right now. You can't talk to me because the earbuds are in, but that's not being in Costa Rica. And this isn't to like pass judgment or say anything about someone who goes to Costa Rica because all of our stories look different and the details are different and what you kids are different and needs are different in family dynamics. But for me, trying to find the space and pull away created more stress than the health it brought. And so I had to just get really honest with myself and understand that this is a season and they will grow and I will have time where they're not wanting to sit next to me. And I can embrace that at that time and go where I want, hopefully, or whatever. And anyway, what happened, though, Christine, after that, once I just quit struggling against it and always trying to create these, like, me spaces where they couldn't be, it got way easy. It just got way easier. I just quit struggling and learned how to enjoy being a mom and enjoy being with them and where they are. And I still did my business and I still write and I still do all the things and I still get wildly irritated because that's just what (laughs) does. I mean, but for me, that was a, that, that was the moment that I, it, I couldn't go through pain like that again. So I needed to just perpetually lean in. Like when something feels hard, turn to it. Yeah. Oh, that's such good advice. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do. That's wonderful. And like you said, we can see the seasons come and go. And obviously not when we're in it because we get all wound up in it. But yeah. then afterwards you go, oh, I can look back now and see that that was just a season. And yes. I know that there's going to be more coming. Motherhood, it, it's big. You might have a plan first. And if things don't go according to plan, I guess the thing is, is to not to try not to struggle against it. I mean, we all struggle no matter what mm-hmm. for a little bit. It's just how long do you struggle? You know, my struggle, I don't struggle as much now. I try not to for as long. <laughs> and so then that way we can get to where the solution easier or faster, get to the solution faster. So it could work, but it just might not work the way that you thought that it would. And so yeah. to be, be open 
be open. It's going to look different for everyone. Absolutely. You are just one example of exactly. figuring it out <laughs> for you. Exactly. And of course, it's going to look different for everyone. So, and Jenny, thank you for being a friend and a mentor to me and Aww. just a wonderful source of light and love in my life. So thank you. Gosh, you're, you're welcome. You're a gift to me, Christine. Thanks for tuning in to the Women Offshore podcast. Come back next Tuesday for another new episode. If you want to propel Women Offshore forward, visit womenoffshore.shop. Make a donation or purchase some swag. Until next time, stay safe out there and we will talk to you soon.